It's Survivor's Friendly Fire Show, episode 224, for the 15th of December, 2022, halfway through the month, mostly through the year. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Steve Wright. Joining me live, or as live as we get, is uh, my co-host, Ben Salter. Hi, Ben. How have you been? I've been great. We're back in a weekly format. No pre-recording here. This is being recorded in the same week, maybe even the same day. Same week, at least, as it's coming out, because you've been in Indonesia, and you're Correct. back. Correct. Yes. How was it? Good. Um, didn't, like, have an enjoyable last week. Uh, I got Whoa. what... And I didn't get it in Bali, so it's not it's not a correct term, but I got what a lot of Australians would call Bali belly. Um, though I have no idea why or how. I thought I was being very, very good, but I just had a uh, some intestinal distress, we'll say, for the last week of my trip, which was awful. Hmm. But Indonesia... Yes. On the whole, amazing. Uh, I spent the weekend just before I got home in Bali and, like, didn't have to work. The, the rest of the trip was a work trip. Um, my stomach came right the night before, so I got to, like, go to the buffet and, like, try all the food that I'd been looking at that I couldn't eat um, the days before. Uh, it was good. I'm glad to be home. I'm glad to not have to resort to hotel Wi-Fi or just, like, kind of horrible Indonesian internet on, on the whole. Uh, played some video games and we'll talk about those soon anyway. So what did you do while I was gone? I've been traveling regional SA. So I've been to three places since you were last year and they're all like four or five hour drive away. One including a ferry, so that's fun. I've never driven a car into a ferry before where you, you need to get within like five centimeters of the car and like the pole on the other side. And I tell you what, the woman who parked like perpendicular, not, you know, whatever, like 90 degrees to me, she wasn't getting it and she like the guy's like don't look at your mirrors look, like look at me i'm like ignore your mirrors and then she almost like went full accelerator and like launched into like him and my car and if she did break like the second she did he would have been squashed between our two cars like oh my god it's not out there steve i'm glad no one was killed in your <laughs> trip it's, over it's, your it's all good otherwise it's all good it's very nice out in the regions people are very friendly to you someone just gave me a sandwich because like it's 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 polite and nice out there Bad nice. haircuts, though. I was I needed to do some filming, and I just needed some like reasonable-looking young boys uh, to like be the future of a school, and they all have horrible mullets. Anyway. Oh, you know that those are cool now, and now you're just an old person. Yeah, I know. Like, but why would you? Anyway, yeah, I'm an old person. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. Youths. I sound like I'm ancient talking about your terrible hairstyles, but look, yeah. The way I tried to sell it, it's just like what your grandfather probably had. I reckon you're that generation, so it's it's coming back around, like the moustache and the mullet. Terrible. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing it, but yeah, we, we are just ancient, and times have moved on. <sighs> yeah. Though apparently, yeah. I saw Katie Holmes is, is rocking a dress over jeans again, so it's like, it, apparently we're back to 2000 fashion, so... Bad fashion, bad haircuts. Good Smash Bros is back, though, because I don't know if you saw it a couple of days ago. There was a like a Super Smash Brothers melee on a CRT crossed with real boxing backs. It's one of the, the craziest things I've ever seen. I didn't know about this, but you sent me a link and I watched a little bit of it. And I, I, I must confess I have no idea what I've just watched, Ben. So you might it have to do like, the heavy lifting on this. They like fight like, a boxing round and then stop fighting physically and then 
play around in Smash Brothers against one another. Yeah, that's it. that's exactly it. This was uh, so Ludwig, one of the like bigger YouTubers, arranged this event. I think it was meant to be mainly chess boxing, which is a thing I've heard of, where you do chess and boxing. But he also did Smash Bros. Melee boxing. And so they played like Smash Bros. on a full-on CRT, which is the coolest part of this, because like they didn't go with a current day setup. They weren't how you meant to play this game, on an old-school chunky TV. And it like lowered down into the boxing ring, and they play that. And then they actually box for a couple of minutes. And then they're totally gassed, and they've got to go back to melee. But the points are like equal. Like You can't just let your guard down. The guy at one point is like, only half holding his controller and like no guy you're gonna lose this is just as important i well, think can you so you're you can box and play smash brothers at the same time you, i thought it was exclusively no, no, one or the other it's one or the other but like like the point each round has a point so it's not like you i just won the real boxing so i can let my guard down in smash bros like you don't want to lose that round because they're equally weighted like, oh okay so he wasn't one-handing the controller because he was like Getting ready no, to like block No, because he was he was so tired. He was just like bare, and I was like, man, you're about to get like the other guys playing. Anyway, okay. Um, I I think they were both like gaming, like Smash Bros tournament people. So like boxing was secondary because if you had a real boxer and a gamer, like like there's no contest that the real boxer is going to absolutely destroy you. So I think they were both like not real boxers. Anyway, crazy. I, this, is, this is entertainment. This is why we're not YouTubers, Steve. This is the type of content we need to be putting out there. No, I don't. <laughs> I feel like you yelling at the, the young boys and their haircuts. Like, I'm, I'm yelling at these esports people. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is what's going on out there. Millions of views, like three or four million views this is getting. So it's, it's what the people want. Well, the next time we have a live podcast in the same place, I guess we'll just, like, wail on each other and then mm. play a round of Smash Brothers and see who tunes in. It, uh, no, we'll, we'll cut that. Uh, what people might tune in for us is our end-of-year wrap-ups because they're both PlayStation and Nintendo today sent out their little links where you can click and it kind of says you're not logged in and you're going to go through your Google Authenticator app. But once you've dealt with all that messing about, then you finally get a nice fancy screen which tells you what you've played this year. Not much. Not much on PlayStation. Um, well, I think PlayStation for a lot of people is going to be similar. It depends if it's your main platform or not. So if it's a, if it's a secondary platform, number one for a lot of people is going to be what it was for me, which was God of War Ragnarok. So clearing out number one for a lot of people that might be Elden Ring or Fortnite or whatever you play on your uh your your main platform but I think I think God of War is going to be up there for most people but it wasn't your number one mine was knowledge is power because we played like a ton of it around the new year because we took it to we took a PlayStation to my uh, sister-in-law's house and just played round after round of knowledge is power which is a great game my second was uh Ragnarok wasn't it yes yeah yeah and I, it's 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 a good game. I just it takes so much effort to get like back into the story, and it's just like I'll get there eventually. Um, yeah, we are OFK a, was high up there for me, which is a really good music based game if you're into that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, like it's it, it's it's equal parts, and it's it's the same for everybody. So don't get me wrong here, but it was like equal parts, a little bit about you, and then like kind of like a Sony marketing spiel because at the end of. The, your most played game you scroll down it's like here's all this stuff about god of war ragnarok i'm like that's not my most played game but uh, i appreciate all of these extra stats yeah, i already have it i like the stats how it compares you to previous years it kind of says you played you know 50 games this year that's eight more than last year whatever it is um so that's cool like it kind of compares you to previous years it gives you a percentage as well as hours played 
which I think kind of breaks it down. Like God of War was my like forty percent of my time on PlayStation this year, which makes sense. Great game, and I played it recently, and it's like all just being tracked. Like I feel like it's one of those things where it cuts off end of November or something, which was like prime God of War time. Maybe it cuts off mid December, whenever it was. Um, like anything you're playing now isn't being tracked, obviously. So the other big hitters I think most people would have would be Stray, but that's a, that's a pretty short game. It's like four or five hours, maybe six hours, depending on how much you do. Yep. Um, and Horizon, of course, was a big one earlier in the year. So and probably again, Turismo, Gran Turismo Seven. Gran as well. Turismo. A lot of people would have played a lot of that. This is the exclusive. Is that what you played? So that was pretty much my list. And Uncharted, which was a replay, because uh, it's still a great game. So I, I replayed Uncharted Four on a harder difficulty to get that trophy, which I never got originally. There you go. The the Switch one is pretty much the same. I think um, something that I liked about the Switch year in recap is that it gave you like a breakdown of what you played the most each month, um, mm. which was quite it's... good. And it was the same kind of thing with Sony. It's like you've played these Nintendo first party games when they came out at launch these months. Enjoy. Um, I think Switch Sports was my most played, and Minecraft. I don't even remember playing Minecraft. Ooh. So that sh- that shows you. How often I've used my Switch this year. Yeah. So I've definitely used my Switch less than in previous years. But I have the two-account system. That's just how Nintendo like you to run it when you're reviewing games at the moment. So I had six games across the two. I think they gave you three for each. So uh, still pretty predictable. The the Switch games I've reviewed this year, Kirby number one, I think that would have been my most played game anyway. I think there was a Mario Party, Mario Golf. Uh, And then weirdly, I had like Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on my other account as most played, I think. I think I must have rebought that during a sale in like January last year and just wanted to play something that looked nice on the OLED Switch, which would have been fairly new at the time. Otherwise, why would I have played so much of that? And I can't even remember, like one of the Marios or something probably. So had this been done at the end of December, maybe Pokemon would have would have made it because I am still playing that and I'm, I didn't smash it in a couple of days like Ethan did a few episodes ago. So I'm, I'm still chipping away at that one. But yeah, less obvious Switch games besides Pokemon for, for most people this year. I'll tell you what, I was upset because um, Vooks and I think then Kotaku jumped on it. There was like an e- a JB Hi-Fi sale for Pokemon Scarlet and mm. Violet yeah. for like 49 and $39 respectively. Or I might have the order of the games wrong, but by the time I clicked on it, because I'm like, ooh, that's like a decent price. And yeah. we only have one Switch, and it could be like a physical thing that is like a gift for Matt for Christmas because I'm running out of ideas. But by the time I clicked on it, they were like, just the links were gone. Like the Too items smart. were off of JB entirely by the time I got into it, which was like 10 o'clock in the morning. So something, they went down about 9 a.m. I think this morning. Uh, something weird must have gone on because so JB were running their 10% off like anything promo, but the games were discounted before that. It's like 39 bucks. So that's why you're getting it for 35. Uh, Sonic Frontiers was another one that had the same thing happen only on Switch. And I don't want that dodgy Switch version. I want a proper frame rate. So we like, and COD as well. COD was like 44 bucks. Like it seems like something went wrong because this would have been an amazing sale had it been intended. Uh, but I'm sure they'll honor it if you managed to buy it quickly enough this morning. Which I didn't, but that's all right. Um, there's a Twitch recap. If you're into Twitch, it'll show you who you've uh, watched and who you've streamed. Stavira did some streaming, and I like I just tie that on this. It's the same account, like my account and Stavira's account are the same. And we did some streaming. I don't know if I don't think I could see any stats about our streaming, but surely if you're like yeah. a creator, you'd you'd get some of those too. But that's there if you want it. You can get to the site if you can't find links 
Um, the Xbox One's bound to drop sometime before the end of the year, which will be interesting for people to combine yeah. with their other platforms. And Well, we've pretty much just talked about the exclusives of those two platforms, so Xbox would have nothing to add if that's all we were discussing, so no, no doubt your most played Xbox games are going to be multiplats this year. Yeah, and if, mine will be Elden Ring, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, I was actually trying to think that. What would be my most played game this year on any platform? And I was trying to, I was thinking a pretty even year. Like there was nothing that grabbed, and I was like, oh yeah, Elden Ring actually. I forgot about that. That would, That's going to be like 100 plus hours. So definitely. Exciting. We'll, we'll come back hopefully soon and mm. catch up on that. I'm not sure if by the time the next and last, I think, episode of this year comes out, we'll have talked about it. But it's a good way to start 2023 if, if yeah. not. Well, there's still a couple of new releases that we can talk about now. Speaking of games that I've only played one hour of, you probably played more, but the next two games I've played about an hour of. Yeah. Uh, the first one, The Callisto Protocol, you were super pumped for this game. I think you finished it now. I played about... No, you haven't finished it. I played I'm, about I'm, an hour. I'm pretty close. Um, it's only like six, seven hours total, right? Like on the normal difficulties. Yeah, so. say like 10, depending on how you go, because there's... there's it's kind of smooth sailing in some points and then you just get to like time to bash your head against a wall for an hour like mm. so yeah i think 10, 10 hours is is a good estimate of, of how long it takes there's a chapter count up on the site if you're not certain and the chapters take anywhere between like an hour to two hours depending on how you go mm. how would you describe this game <sighs> um half-baked is is probably the way i describe it it's it's the easiest way to to short form it is it's the brainchild of glenn uh showfield who is one of the guys behind the original dead space over at visceral games and ea uh michael condry i'd say is kind of like the other big name who's got nothing to do with this um it seems like this is kind of Glenn just kind of wanting to make a, a spiritual successor to Dead Space, even to the point where, like, there's a lot of elements from, like, Dead Space's um, early production and development that, you know, like, it was going to be set on a prison planet or this and that and the other, and that's what the Callisto Protocol is. Um, there's a huge emphasis on melee combat instead of, like, shooty-shooty. Mm. Um, but you do end up getting, like, the gravity stasis kind of thing that you're used to in dead space you do get guns eventually but like the the first hour hour and a half probably what you've played so far ben is just like here's a melee weapon get to it um and it's yeah so the melee the melee combat could be kind of cool one-on-one you're basically just using your left stick to dodge left or right and it's not an exact dodge you can kind of just hold it and if someone attacks you you'll just dodge to the side um though like it's not exactly as they say because if you dodge away from a hit sometimes you'll dodge but still get hit and i can't really it's kind of just like sometimes you get hit and sometimes you don't just deal with it um and then what you're meant to do is kind of like dodge usually like two successive attacks and then just start wailing on the guy with right trigger um when you get a gun you can shoot obviously with general usual shooting mechanics but there's also it feeds back into the melee combo. So if you hit someone twice, you'll get like a little reticle that appears and you don't have to aim when that happens. You just have to like press both triggers on your controller to like aim and shoot. And it'll like incorporate a shot into your combo. Um, The combat's not bad when you're talking one-on-one, but as soon as like multiple enemies get thrown into the mix, it's just like a crapshoot. And 
you could play the same encounter four or five times and sometimes just like walk away feeling like a god just you know untouchable and other times you just like nothing goes right you dodge one guy but then like there's someone behind you that you can't see that just like gets in a sneaky attack and then like the other guy in the front just like wails on you four times and your head blows off and every time you get killed it's this like super gory graphic kill that you have to just sit through you can't skip it like it's just it's a lot it's it's very over the top a lot um super linear in that it just kind of you just walk down a path but then of course there's some instances where there's all these branching paths or you're supposed to go backward and they kind of mention it in passing. And sometimes you're just kind of like, I don't know if I'm supposed to go forward or backward and you can't even get a waypoint. There's no map, there's no waypoint. So like it's linear, but also confusing sometimes. Like it's not meant, yeah. it's not designed in a way that's like intuitive where to go sometimes. And you just wish you could do like the dead space. Like, you know how he used to like put his hand kind of down and it would do that orb thing that just shoots off and you follow it. That's gone. Um, it's just frustrating. It's like it's it's not as fun as I wanted it to be. The story isn't engaging. They have all these big names for no reason. There's huge issues on PC, which we kind of talked about on the site, where they haven't um, done something proper with the renders or lighting or something. So it's just stuttering out of control that's mostly been fixed but it's not fully fixed it's it's just like a letdown i guess is is me trying to stop talking what is what is your assessment um an hour or so in you pretty much nailed it from there i'm not that long after when you get a gun so at the moment the point of combat seems to be kind of like dodge dodge melee melee left trigger right trigger enemies dead repeat uh and it feels almost like a real-time turn-based system in that like it's always like dodge dodge hit hit like it's there's no variety as you say as soon as there's another enemy like you lose where they are because the camera is kind of so resident evil behind your shoulder and like clunky and slow on purpose but then the enemies move quicker than that so you, you kind of lose and they're all the same kind of gray brown which the environment is so you lose them for a second and then they grab you and then it's just quick time mash why like to get them like it's it's just quite repetitive already so yeah it just feels a bit dated I'm not really into the story. The The characters look amazing, but then the world doesn't kind of mac, match their quality. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's just kind of, it's a surprising letdown in that sense that it's positioned itself as this AAA $110 game. But then it's also an ID and Xbox game somehow. And then it's like, it feels like it should be either a budget release as an indie game, or it like it should have been on Game Pass or PlayStation Plus. And I think it probably will be pretty soon. Because uh, I think some people will like it. Like if if you're into this specific type of survival horror, I think there is a market for it, but probably not at 110 bucks, and probably not, you know, urgently needing to play it. So I think it will find its audience, but it, it hasn't yet. Yeah, like it's th there. If you are a survival horror person, there's a lot to it. I think I think a lot of the survival horror elements, though, that some people could lean into and really like, are almost mm. unintentional by striking distance to studios like it's the frustration and the the you know always feeling like you're up against the wall like that is a feeling that some people might appreciate it's yeah. not quite hitting the right survival horror tenets for me and it's more just like this is just poorly designed and i don't like it <laughs> rather than fun they do rely on very linear uh passageways with 
areas that are kind of blocked off by an inconvenient something that's fallen there. And still often I've kind of been like, well, where do I go? Like, obviously I can't go there because it's classic Resident Evil blocked off style. And then it's the answer is always a vent. Like it's always, I've already figured that out. But it's like, again, with the vent. Uh, so it was kind of like that. The design doesn't seem that great. It seems to, it wants to capture that kind of old school style, old school as in Dead Space era. So not super old school, but like that 15, 20 year old kind of survival horror game which Resident Evil 2 remake did really well. It kind of got that perfect kind of a bit old and clunky, but also quite modern. Like it found that line perfectly. And this kind of falls to the wrong side of that line. Like it brings back and keeps the old stuff, which we don't really want anymore. Uh, and it, it doesn't progress it at all. So it is, it's tough to get into if you're not really into it. Yeah. And it like, it doesn't make sense in some cases. Like you just, you need a quick turn button. Like he, he is yeah. too slow to the point of like, it's just infuriating. And like, there are times where I just get cornered. And I'm like, I just want to run away and get, re get, like get my bearings and turn around and kill people. And like, they can run faster than you. So by the time you've turned around and you start sprinting, like you're done. So there's no point even trying. You just have to try to fight three guys and good luck. And sometimes you're in the middle of like a swing and they're like they're in an animation where there's no way they're gonna not be hit by your club and then they just kind of like like teleport into a block uh animation like from nowhere it's like oh okay so you just get to do that and then if they do that then they can wail on you and like you just feel like the computer knows what you're doing the ai and takes advantage of that in a way that's like not fun it just feels cheap um, and even like when he's healing himself, you get these like injector guns and you shoot it into your neck. Like it's just this slow, laborious, kneel down, pull out of pack, gently press in your neck and wait. Like he has no sense of urgency at all. Like at least like make it seem like he's in the moment and there's like five people bearing down on him and he needs to try to heal himself. Like it's just, it's, there's a weird disconnect where a lot of things feel very gamey about it and not current yeah i think they may have added the story or environment or something later if anything because like even quite early on you've got your mate that you rescue from prison elijah elijah something like that yeah uh elias. and he elias that's it and he, he kind of yells out like oh you i've been here a lot longer than you so i've got certain privileges you don't have you're gonna have to take the long way around i'm gonna take some short like this is the reason why we have to split up like mate we're in some type of like post-apocalypse zombie alien situation. I don't think anyone's going to mind if I come with a quick passage with you. Like we're the only two who seem to be alive at the moment. Or why don't you come a long way with me? So we're just together. If I can't get through a door or whatever, just come with yeah. me. The last objective, well, let's get back together. Now the new one is let's split up and get back to get like, it's all like find this bloke again. Anyway, bit of yeah. it. Yeah, it's not an engaging story. There are some parts where I'm like fully invested and I think it's amazing. And then like 10 seconds later, it's just like back up against to like smacking my head against a wall. So I'll finish it. I'm almost done. But it's disappointing because I was like super excited for this. I was going to like let it be. I was like I wanted to play it and see how it was and like maybe kind of leave it for my during the break game. I just want to get through this so I can be done and just like move on sadly. Uh, don't think I'll be moving on to High on Life, though. Uh, I think we've played about the same amount of time. I've finished my first mm. bounty. Um, yeah, me too. What do you think of, of the latest from... Or the first from Squanch Games, who are everything, or a little bit at least, tied to Rick and Morty's Justin yes. Rowland? Uh, look, it's not for me, but it is... I can see the audience for it. Like, I can see a lot of people having a lot of fun with it. It's 
it's classic for 12 year old boys and it's got like a lot of swearing and a lot of toilet humor which they will love and it's colorful looking so that when mum and dad walk past the screen they'll probably think that's very appropriate not realizing it's going to drop and like your gun's going to f-bomb you a bunch of times um and so i there's definitely a market for it it's not me i think if you regardless of what you think of the gameplay if the humor doesn't gel with you it's a hard play uh because the the gameplay is is fine like it's it's kind of a level-based shooter essentially uh, when you're, you're a bounty hunter, you're off to catch bounties. Um, the gunplay, the stabbing, like that's all fine. It's, it's very colorful and cuddly and cute looking, but then you're killing a bunch of aliens constantly. Uh, but the, the whole hook is your gun is quite sassy and sasses you all the time with all these crude comments, very Rick and Morty. And there's only so much of that that I can take. Now you can dial it down. There's a setting and it even tells you at some point, like if you'd like to turn down the chatter, you can, it, it knows. But that's kind of the point of the game, right? Yeah. If a game ever... Like, I think the Forspoken demo is doing that too. Like, you can turn off a lot of these interactions. It's like... But you've put them in for a reason, I would imagine, Hmm. as the developer. So whether or not I agree with it or not, like, just let it go. I guess... And the same thing's true for, like, the, the Sony games of late and puzzles. Like, if you feel the need to tell people that they can turn some of that off, you might want to question why... It's in there in the first place. <laughs> or at least Looking, work on the level. There's a lot of kind of reflecting the mirror back on games generally. You know, there's a joke at the very start with saying like, now double jump. And then you fall down and it's kind of like, oh, there's actually, there's no double jump in this game. We put crouch in instead. Like it's, there's some jokes like that, which I think are fun. But then, yeah, the, the constantly crude jokes, the kind of, it's that PG gore of like, you're stabbing people and stuff, but it's that cartoony style. Uh, I can see why people would like it. It's just, it's not me specifically. I would say it's certainly a game where reviews are not really going to help you because people are either going to love it because it's totally their jam or it's just not going to gel with them at all. Both opinions, totally valid. There are some tech issues, like it's a bit stuttery sometimes. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they get past those. That's certainly a valid complaint. But it's a good Game Pass game. Like it's day one, so you haven't played it yet. If it's not your jam, you haven't spent anything on it. And if it is, again, you haven't spent anything on it. Like, it's it's worth a try if you like Rick and Morty humor. If you maybe even watch someone else play it. I think you put up a video the first half hour or so. 45 minutes. Like 45. You don't need 45 minutes. Watch watch 10 and you will know if if you're into it or not. It, it starts off in, like, a fake, uh, like, old school kind of, like, Doom clone. Which, yeah. like, that, that even is still kind of indicative of what the the general gunplay is like and it's yes. it's like maybe maybe a different kind of a little bit of a different style of humor but it's like the same kind of like chattiness and yeah, like repetition and sort of obnoxious in my opinion humor that like you'll even from that sequence you'll get a relatively good idea of what's coming next and by then i was already like okay i'm not sure i'm going to enjoy this but i'll stick with it um Again, it's like I think it's pretty short, so I might just turn off some finishing. of the things and just see how I go. Um, the gameplay is not bad. I don't mind it. I think it might get a bit repetitive if they don't mix it up. If you're just going on bounties and you're doing the same thing with your gun and your knife and you're uh, lassoing around. Uh, but yeah, like I think it's it's a worthwhile Game Pass game. It's if it's for you, you'll know pretty early on. That's the only point worth making. That very first ten minutes is not the game. So if you're I mean, it is. It's quite similar, but it's not what the game looks like. So if you're a, a very visual person, you kind of think this looks very pixel art and weird. 
uh, that's kind of that's the first big joke is what you're playing there. You're a very meta fourth wall breaking. You're playing a game within a game situation. Um, yeah, the stuttering was really annoying and obnoxious, and it's hard not to notice because as soon as you like leave the pixel game and go into like the game proper, it like starts almost immediately, um, and like really always occurred in my case when I was like coming and going from your house which is kind of like your base of operations like just like really bad stuttering oh, I haven't, I haven't um, never that bad but yeah noticeable yeah so like yeah yeah it's give it a try it's on game pass i guess see how you go and let's move on something that may eventually be on game pass maybe not i don't know like all the drama while we've been away uh if you don't know microsoft is trying to acquire activision blizzard sony's trying to get involved so it doesn't happen there were rumors that the ftc which is the u.s federal trade authority uh we're going to try to block the acquisition that's now happened that's uh official there's a lawsuit filed by the ftc for that purpose like where do you want to start ben <laughs> i mean that's basically the the gist of what's happened since then i suppose the the big news was first of all that um xbox negotiated with nintendo to sign like a 10-year understanding that Call of Duty will go on to they Phil's term was will go on to Nintendo. He spoke like an old man calling it a Nintendo for good reason. Like I don't get all these a bunch of quite um, experienced and senior game journalists saying, "Oh, how's it going to run on Switch? Is it going to be cloud? Like I can't see it working." How did these people not get it? They purposely did not use the term Switch. It's not happening on Switch. They even if this deal happened, let's say it does end up going ahead next year. Uh, there's no COD next year. It's probably not going to apply to the next Call of Duty because they're going to need time to put it on platforms that is not being intended to go on now. So we're yeah. probably talking the first game in 2025, by which point Nintendo will have a different platform out. And so long as it could run like an Xbox One vanilla-based game, I think that's the level COD that will go on it. Because I think I think Xbox is wanting to put this franchise on everything everywhere. So I think it's going to stay last-gen for a long time as well. Yeah, everything and everywhere all at once, like quite literally. Um, yeah, and there's all these things to take into account, I guess, if we're talking about the Switch thing. Like, one, Microsoft cannot do a single thing about Activision Blizzard's dealings right now. So there m yes. might be agreements in place with Sony to have, you know, like that's why it's not going to be on Game Pass instantly. That's why this and that and the other. There might, there might be something there just relating to Switch that we don't know about. Probably yep. not. Um, two, probably. like they have, they have probably the next two or three Call of Duty games lined up and in development. So you know, if if they're not planned for Switch, they might not be planned for Switch or whatever comes out. You know, Nintendo's newest console by twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six. So yeah, like it's just ten years. As soon as we can, we'll put it out on on uh, yeah. Switch or a Switch equivalent current gen model of whatever time. They've made the same uh, a, a, a proposal. Same offer. Steam, that's the way to put it. Thank you. Uh, and Gabe Newell is kind of like, we're not going to worry about locking anything in. Like we're Steam. People want to put their games on Steam. And he was kind of like, I trust, I trust Phil. It'll happen. Like which is a kind of a, an unofficial official like sort of way to lend support to, the acquisition being like they're not going to like suddenly pull it. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, it, there's a like it's it's interesting and it's so boring all at the same time like i just want this to be over in one way or the other i think that's interesting in that like a deal like that one it hasn't happened and already xbox and nintendo have made an agreement with each other 
that type of thing just doesn't happen often. And then a game like COD doesn't normally go on a Nintendo platform. Like there's a lot of first there uh, to commit for that big of a period. The interesting news though, really, is that they offered the same thing to Sony who of course said no, which in itself is a little bit ridiculous. Like 10 year commitment is massive. And then there's been subsequent rumors saying that they also offered at least some degree to go on PlayStation Plus, which is like the next step. The only thing that Xbox could offer beyond that is it can go on PlayStation Plus and it won't go on Game Pass and it won't even be on Xbox anymore. Like what's the, they can't offer anything more than that. People can only play it on xCloud. They can't play it on their (laughs) console natively. the only thing I can think of why they may have done that is one, they, they really want this deal to happen, but two, because maybe there is something in the contract that said that Activision and Sony already have, which says this game cannot go on Game Pass at any point. Maybe they're saying, let's remove that from the existing agreement for the next four years or whatever's left. And in to, to do that, we will also put it on PlayStation Plus, put it on both for that, that window. Um, otherwise, I really can't see why, like, Sony's obviously just dead set against this. Otherwise, it's a pretty excellent deal for them to get the the best-selling game on PlayStation Plus unless they just get such a big cut from Call of Duty sales. Both Xbox and PlayStation take 30% from the store sales on their platform that they're thinking, if everyone's just going to play it through PlayStation Plus, we're going to actually lose money on that. Yes. Yeah. Like, I I don't know what to make of this anymore, honestly. It's just... It's just a lot of lawyers and a lot of like. It's long. Mm. Sony trying to act like they're they're never going to sell a console again if this happens, and at the same time, like Microsoft doing the same thing. Like we'll never sell a console anyway. Just let us do it. It's fine. Don't worry. Look over there. Um, well, yeah, that's the snarkiest thing that Phil was said in this whole situation. He's been pretty kind of, you know, wanting to be nice to everyone involved that might be able to help out get this deal done. But his first comment that was a little bit kind of off-putting or he's been put off is kind of saying that PlayStation is trying to grow by making Xbox small. He hasn't said anything like that before. He's, before he's been very kind of like, we're all, it's all, you know, as long as gaming's growing, we're all in it together. Gaming that's is mindset. for everyone. Yeah. He's, this is one of his bigger comments against that. So it's clearly a bit annoyed, trying not to show it, sitting there very politely at the Game Awards, but it's getting to feel. Yeah, well, like it's probably all he does now, to be quite honest. Um, just because of the, the ramifications of what could happen if it doesn't go through. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm kind of just sick of it. And this is just, this is going to be the news cycle for, for months and months and months to come. Just like little revelations, little jabs here and there. Um, you know, like people going, oh, like Xbox was barely at the Game Awards. It's because they want to look like even smaller than they are. They don't want to have this, that, and the other. And like, maybe that's the case. Maybe they just didn't, you know, maybe Sony... Sony yeah. had a lot of reveals. Maybe they just got in first and, and spent more money. I don't know how this works. Like, it's just, it is what it is. It, like, I just want to see good games and good things and just not have to worry about some of this to some extent. But tis the nature of the beast. It is. And the nature of the beast in games is delays. We have for the very last time this year, I hope, not to jinx it before next week's episode, this week in delays. Hogwarts Legacy on last gen only has been delayed and been delayed further, I think, on Switch. So it's now coming in April on PS4 and Xbox One and July on Switch. Still coming in February, I forget which day, for current gen consoles. So very clear on that. It's already gone gold for those platforms. Uh, I would suggest it is running pretty poorly on last gen systems for them to kind of say, let's just delay them. Because they couldn't have been far behind in development. It must just be optimization is just not at a level that they could... 
I mean, developers or publishers are happy to put games out, which they patch later. If it's not even that good enough, uh, yes, it must be pretty poor. Yeah. Well, there's more availability of current gen consoles probably than ever before. And I, I, we keep saying that. It's not like in, insanely easy to go and get one, mm. but it's certainly a lot easier than it used to be. There's not a lot of amazing games of 2022, he says, like kind of begrudgingly. We have some good ones. We'll talk about those mm. maybe next week. But like you might be better off just trying to have an investment into a, a current gen console of your choice, one of the two. Um, for, for the holiday season this year as a gift to yourself or a gift to your family um, to kind of set yourself up for next year because I feel like there's, you know, um, there's been a lot of games that have either dropped last gen, uh, the Horizon Zero Forbidden West uh, DLC is only for current gen, it's not going to be on PS4 so, you know, like, little by little there's, there's incentives to just jump on board or there's, you know, more like the, it's like the character of the stick. You're getting the stick if you're on last gen more and more. Like, yeah, not for you. This one's not for you. You're going to have to wait. So um, I know it's it's expensive. Sometimes easier said than done. But um, the ability... Bite the bullet. It's, yeah, it's going to have to happen sooner or later. Um, and I don't think they're going to get any cheaper, certainly. You know, we might see it in Xbox prices in 2023. So, you know, get in while the getting's good. That's right. I think you have more chance of an Xbox price increase than a decrease. So... Uh, yes. And I, I just took for two weeks a uh, Xbox Series S uh, on tour. Hooked it up to tour. not not great hotel TVs, but like capable of 60 frames TVs. And like you could tell in the Callisto protocol it wasn't looking as good as it maybe would on a Series X. But like as an entry point, not not too bad. So, you know, there are, there are options, uh, especially if you're watching your wallets. So you can get on get on board hmm. uh, and that would be us for this week we've got one more episode left for the year that would be the, our game of the year show next year and then it's pretty much Christmas so we're going to take a week off Yeah. Uh, at the moment we're still we don't need to go through where we are on the internet because we're still on Twitter Elon is trying to destroy Twitter he's going up to 4,000 characters let's not get bogged down into that uh, are you anywhere besides Twitter? I've signed up for a whole bunch of things but I've not done anything with them so I'm just going to say no to be honest me either so don't bother finding us on the internet because who knows where we are anymore. It's too hard to keep track of the new socials. Where where are we are? We we're just we're still on Twitter really. Go to Survivor.com. Look us up. That's right. Our bylines right. are there. And there's social media links to whatever platforms I feel like putting up. Not not post, not Mastodon, but you know, the the legacy ones. Right. That's where you can find us. Until next week, uh have a good one.